Let's put the rad in radical. If you're looking to expand your life, then you've come to the right place. We're Amanda, Ali, and Reina, and each week we're setting the scene to level up our everyday lives in all areas. Mindset, lifestyle, community, and more. And we want you to come with. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Rad. And I've got to say, I'm feeling some major FOMO as we hit record on this newest episode because two of our very own hosts are together right now. And I can't lie, it's not it's not me and someone. It's Ali and Reina who are together in Colorado at the moment. And it's sweet, sweet relief to see the two of them together, but it is still real FOMO to not be reunited, all three of us. But smiles all around on your end. So how does it feel to finally be reunited at long last together. So good. So, so good. So, so good. I, when, when I got off the plane and we saw each other, I kept saying to her, I'm like, look at your face. Look at your, look at your face. Tears were flowing. Yeah. Like as soon as I pulled up to the pickup, I mean, it's been what, like two, almost two years, almost two years since we'd like seen each other face yeah. to face, but it does well, feel weird. Even you not being here. Like, it's like, this feels weird. I can't wait until three of us. can. Get oh, here. I know. Well, same. And I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but the last time that you two saw each other, was it not all three of us? It was in November, 2019. Oh no. Sorry. Yeah. We were together in LA for our birthdays. Uh, we soaked up the ocean. We did a lot of uh, therapeutic work together. We'll just say, <laughs> um, and work. it's funny because we were both incredibly safe. I don't know if we've ever shared this, Hmm. But when we were together, this was right before the lockdown COVID hit the world 2020, February, 2020, her and I got incredibly sick. Like we are convinced we had COVID. We were, we were just like, this is, we started it. Yeah. (laughs) We don't want to take, you know, responsibility, but, um, but we were both, what do you mean? What kind of sick, like what kind of sick did you have? I couldn't breathe. Like we couldn't, we were doing like, what did we buy? We bought this like honey and we bought cough drops oh and we bought, I mean, we were just like I taking a, everything we possibly could to like naturally hear. It was so much congestion. I like, have a photo of Raina with two tissues coming out of her nostrils and she is still pushed on. We did a whole bunch of fun stuff, but that was the last time we were together. Yeah. And it's funny because when I think back, how much I just assumed I was like, cool, I'll see because Raina and I always saw each other kind of like every three months, every quarter. Yeah. Every quarter. Yeah. It was a same quarter. for you. And, and then Amanda yeah, tucked in and, uh, but we saw each other every between two and four months. We yeah. made that a priority and, you know, long distance relationships take work and, <laughs> and we had to put in the time, but when we said goodbye, I was like, hey, catch in a couple months. See you at summer. <laughs> and then March 2020 happened. Right. <laughs> so that was a really different the result. But world fell apart. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, we don't want to say you two are the reason for that season, but you know, you, it sounds like you were maybe kind of sick or you had some. We'll take credit that. where we can. <laughs> but it is weird because I remember landing, and that's not that, what this episode is about, but I do remember landing in LA and immediately starting to feel just like, like so congested I couldn't even function we thought it was the pollution we were we like thought it was LA air <laughs> like, fuck LA yeah this we were so like this is here. ridiculous here yeah 
Well, you know, I can't wait for you both to then be back in Vancouver where the air is clear, clean and crisp yes. and where I am. <laughs> but for now, I will live vicariously through the two of you. But, you know, it is a fair point what you say where you're like, oh, I'll just I'll catch you the next couple of months or like, you know, maybe you're not long distance friends and you're like, I'll see you next weekend. And then, you know, bam, just this whole shift in dynamic of relationships with your girlfriends takes takes a hit. I mean, relationships overall did, but we, like you said, you know, long distance relationships takes time. It takes effort. It takes actual planning. And that is literally what we have done every single week since all of that happened. And so to sort of see like the fruit of the labor of continuous bond over that time, but as well as you know, something that we could turn into a lot of fun for more than just us with starting this podcast with Rad, right? Like it just goes to show that that time, energy and effort can totally pay off. But enough about being separated. Now that the two of you are together, I need all of our listeners to know they've created a Google Doc of, of, of items, an itemized list yeah. of activities, restaurants, outfits. I mean, the whole nine yards. So let us know now two people who've been reunited what are the top things on your list to do now that you're back together again? Well, I said to Raina before we, you know, when we were going back and forth of all the things that we could possibly do. I mean, I was, I was planning doing, mode. we were in planning mode and I said, listen, we could do it all or we could do none of it. Like we could just sit here with you, with everybody listening. We can go and do nothing. We can watch movies. Like it is so special just to have time together. And like, it is true. Like the minute I saw her face, I was like, there's your face because this actually, now that I'm looking in this camera at you, I'm like, oh, this is what I'm used to, but that yet what's wrong with in person, but no, but now I look here and I go, oh, you're right here next to me. But normally I'm looking at you in a camera, but I wonder how many times do actual friends, like if we didn't have the podcast and Amanda, I don't know, maybe you can speak to this because your besties are across Canada, but we, the three of us spoke weekly multiple times it's it's crazy how it's like yeah ultimately uh, like super intentional you have to be when you do have that distance yes you have to be so intentional that's and I have friends that live locally and I did not talk to them as much as I talked to you too <laughs> right well it's true and I, I think that that's you know that's also the the parameters of some friendships right where it's almost like the low maintenance friendships where you say to yourself I, you know, have the opportunity to speak to you every three or four months, or maybe we're just really bad callers and texters and we only talk every three or four months and it feels like we haven't skipped a beat, you know, like those, those friendships absolutely exist. And um, I, I sort of feel the same in the sense of even if we didn't speak that I knew we, I know we'd be able to pick up wherever we left off, but the value in community when, especially during a time you couldn't get any of it. I think it was worth making that effort and I think it will continue to be. And so as someone who does have friends who are literally across the country, like, yeah, we have a text thread and we're all up in that. And I mean, it's, it's little thoughts and then it's the big long, you know, the long Bibles that you basically send with a text of like catching you up on what's happened. Sorry, I've been MIA for the last week. Here's what's going down. Like it's a big mix of any of those things, but all of them made it so much better for me to go home and see them and hug them and visit them. Like I just got back from my trip and my visit back home. So I know that that's what you guys are feeling because between the FaceTime calls, the texts, the rad recordings, you know, like all the things that we've intentionally made time for, it makes a reunion effortless. 
and emotional. So, you know, I'm not surprised that when you guys, when, when Raina scooped you up at the airport, that there were just tears flowing because that's, I think that was my default too. And I, I think it took me by surprise. And would you say the same? Can I, can I admit something? And now mm-hmm. that like, Please. but I, I was a bit, I was nervous. Like I, my heart was like pounding and there, it wasn't like, I was like, well, what if she doesn't like me? I, like, I was just nervous to reconnect and be like, well, okay, well, what, how, what if there, what if we don't have anything to say anymore? <laughs> no, but like, and, and you're like, wait a minute. Wait, that's, <laughs> wait yeah, a minute. that's silly. But like, I was nervous for no good reason. Yeah. But I think that it comes back to, we have been very intentional. And I really think about this a lot in the friendships that I have. And I don't know if you're listening, if you can kind of take an inventory of your friendships, but how thoughtful are you to maintain them? Because I get like text threads, but I do think that there is so much importance on prioritizing those important women in your life or men or whoever it is, right? That, that you take the time to say hi, to check in because everybody is going through stuff, everybody. And I would hate to miss a beat and talk to Raina or you and be like, oh, all shit just, you know, went sideways in my life. And I'm like, what? I didn't know about it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be intentional on creating those connections, especially as we age, especially when we add kids to the mix or you don't, or you add a partner or like life jobs, it all gets busy. So I think you really do have to carve out that time so that when you do get face to face, you're like, I'm so deeply, gra- I'm so mm-hmm. full of gratitude right now. Like it, it's not it's um, overwhelming. It's overwhelming that we in this world, in this climate that we've made this happen. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm not wasting one millisecond of this trip. I will be maximizing the hell out of her. She got well, in the car and I'm just like, it's almost like you can, it, I swear to God, it's like this deeper breath. And I'm like, I joke with her and say like, okay, now let's like fix all of our problems. Cause that's what it feels like. It felt like she got here and it's like, everything's okay. My friend's here. I can decompress. I can like breathe now. I can like get some answers. I can talk to somebody. I can vent. I cannot, I, I don't have to any longer like hold everything in. Like you mm-hmm. would on a daily basis, having your friends across another country, you know what I mean? Yeah. And being alone. Right. Because I find that it ends up being you know, especially I would say Raina and I are more similar in this, in this way where we, we would happily keep to ourselves. Um, we would opt out of the party. We would, we'd stay home, whatever. Whereas Ali, you're certainly the other side of that where you're like, how can I get in the middle of all the people and all the things right away? And so I think you're right in that I had a deep exhale, even seeing Ali yesterday. So, you know, we didn't record yesterday, but I, I was able to go to Ali's place and get my hugs and get caught up. And that felt like a really big, deep exhale. And it was the same thing with visiting friends back home. You know, I think that's the thing is that we have made the effort as grown women, as adult women, when it's probably the hardest time to make friends as a whole, mm-hmm. that we have made the effort to cultivate this friendship. And that is really challenging to do. And I, I don't want to put a label on that. For some people, it's much easier to make friends. Um, over 30, you know, non-binary women prefer not to disclose or not. Like, that's not the point. What I'm saying is grown-ups have a more interesting time making friends 
but then you throw something like 2020 into the mix where you're not at the office by the water cooler anymore, or you don't have that commute to work on the subway and you see that person that you can wave at, or you don't get your coffee at that stand and can catch up with the cashier, right? Like there was a lot that rocked even an introvert's world in a little bit of a way, right? So I think it's powerful to see it. Yeah, but there's a big difference because like, I'm, I, this is weird for the big extrovert alley to admit, but I'm not making new friends. <laughs> like that, yeah, well, not, yeah. like, I don't have time, but the friendships that I do have, some of them are falling away, but I think that we have done a really good job at deepening our friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just like a cultivation of, we're just kind of growing together. I know you guys, and I know my other friends. And I wonder like, as women, as you grow up, how do you deepen those friendships? And that has to take intention and it takes time because there are friends that you can just roll up with and be like, oh, this is great. How are you? The kids are good, blah, 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 blah. And you roll out or the water cooler friends, right? We could call them. But how do you actually, as you get older and we get busier, how do you guys, how do you deepen friendships? Because I think that it's those deep connections that really fill your soul. And you're not deepening them with 50 people, but how do you really progress a friendship? Well, what I read, in a, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's definitely one of it. And I read a book called, I, I'm looking for my phone. Oh, here. Um, and it's called how it's to really be yourself. I know, it was, but my desk is a complete mess. So I was like, I have no idea where it is. Um, it was called, um, how to be yourself by Ellen Hendrickson. And what was really cool about this book was that it, it, it revolved around anxiety in the sense of what to do if you're like a socially anxious person. And that is certainly something I've navigated in life. And so I thought the book was really going to be a, you know, a heavy hitter for me. And one thing she mentioned was this thing about making friends and why you feel socially awkward and the way that you break through that so that you deepen your relationships is one thing and it's one thing only and it's frequency. Mm. the number of times you touch point with that person. Because if I see you once a year, we are going to be spending a lot of time catching each other up if the only time we talk is that one in-person thing a year. Whereas if you're intentional, like we've been talking about, where you have multiple touch points in person, in um, interesting environments. So not just at the office, but like you go out for supper with that person after work one day, or you go for drinks, or there's like a tumultuous thing. Like you travel together and there's lots of highs and lows. Like the more you see each other and each encounter brings you to, to to discuss something new in your, in your conversation, the more depth you gain. And it's literally the only thing. And I think that's why as adults, it's difficult to make friends is because you are busy with your kids. You are busy with your job. You're stressing about finances. You, you want your health and wellness under, like, under control. Like there's so many other things that it's, I swear it, and your spouse and this and that, it's like friends fall to the wayside. And so can you really say you have a weekly touch point with that friend, yes or no? And do you do that? Because if you don't, then the chances of you creating roots to the tree of your friendship are even harder. And I thought that was so, so brilliant. Thinking about it, like there's a dance class that I love going to locally here. I haven't gone in a little bit, but these are people who I've done birthday parties with or bachelorette parties with them just because twice a week or once a week, we would just dance together in the same room. And then that led to, well, let's go get a pizza after class or, you know, my birthday's this Saturday and I'm going to do a private dance sesh. Do you want to come? Like things like that. So 
I think it's important to be intentional and mindful of, is this somebody that I'm okay with just seeing once a year or are they worth my time, energy and, and scheduling almost? I know it's unglamorous and not sexy, but to say every Friday, I'm going to meet up with this person and we're going to be able to chat. So I don't know, Raina, what do you think? Because that's just very few people in my life, though, that I want mm -hmm. to talk to every week. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Which makes it challenging, like to answer Ali's question of, are you willing to grow depth in the friendship? Because it literally means making time for that person beyond a, a text message all the time, right? Like maybe it's the FaceTime call, or maybe it's the once in a while travel like that. So it's not, I, I think it's nuanced. But don't you think it's what Raina said? And I think that that's actually the key is vulnerability also, because the friendships I had in my twenties were very drinking and party based surface, were, level. surface level. Right. But, um, I mean, I, I mean, I can't remember what you and I were talking about, but she's talking about something and I already, I know what she's talking about because, <laughs> because I've been around long enough, it's but that response where it's like, Raina, we've talked about this a hundred times. You're fine. Like you're going to survive that. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, at least here I can just like breathe a little But It's it's true. It's, I think the vulnerability of opening your life up to someone else and showing them the not so glamorous, everything behind Instagram, right? Like it's not the social media stuff. It's no, I'm really struggling today. And it's like, we've all gone. I mean, I think all three of us in 2020, we went through a really dark time. And I think that dark, 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 all of it is painful as it was, is probably a big reason why we are as strong as we are right now, you know? And not just as strong as we are individually, but also as a unit. And, you know, I mean, not to brag or anything, but we're coming up almost on a one year anniversary of RAD right now to all of our listeners who've been hanging in with us since from the ground up episode one, where we see you, we hear you. Um, and I think vulnerability is a big thing. So I do have a question, Ali, you know, you just said, I'm not making new friends. Like I'm done. I'm capped out. I, I'm talking to who I want to be talking to basically, but you met Raina and I at a time where that was absolutely not the case, or we wouldn't even be on this podcast together. So can you please explain the vulnerability it took for you to, and I mean, we know, we know our stories, right? Like we know that, you know, you were struggling, you were knee deep in being a new mama to two and two and like identity crisis and things like that. But what was the vulnerability it took in terms of friendship, in terms of being like, I need to now like branch out and realize I don't live in my four walls. There are other people. I find this person fascinating or this person fascinating. And I think we would jive really well together. How do you make yourself vulnerable and courageous, which are by the way, total synonyms. How do you do that? And, and how would you recommend that to someone? Cause you did it. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say I take credit for all this, but I, <laughs> but I kind of do. No, I, it's funny because I will never forget like when Raina and I just started like talking and we met and Amanda and all, you know, most people kind of know how we all met up the, I had no profile picture reached out to Raina. Um, but I remember Raina saying to me, listen, Allie, you're the only person who like will FaceTime me and I answer their calls. Here's Amanda the, too, but Amanda never FaceTime. Yeah. Me but here's the thing about, unless she's engaged or pregnant, <laughs> yeah. unless it's life altering news. Right. Raina and I aren't getting on a FaceTime calls with people, but Allie is like, who can I FaceTime? And at what time at every time of the day? That's yeah. Allie. Yes. But I, I, uh, I, I don't know why. And it almost makes me a bit like emotional because, um, I couldn't, I don't know. Like I, I don't even know. I don't know how she came into my life or why we kept, uh, 
pursuing because it was twofold. She's a very locked box and a closed door. <laughs> and, uh, but yet, I don't want to say you also pursued me too, but like, you know, it, there was, it was, it's weird because there was something like all the yeah. red flags of like, no profile picture, this chick like reaching and like weird, you know what I mean? But like, I remember you reached out at one point and you just kind of planted the seed of, Hey, I saw you're coming to Vancouver. I'd love to get together. And I'm like, yeah. Right. And then like two months later, it was like right before I was coming out and you messaged again. And we were like, Hey, let's meet up at the, you know, da, da, da. and I was like, deep breath. Okay. Like I don't do this, but, but okay, do you think that it's you know? also that friendships come into your life when you are at a place to receive them? Like yes. this comes back to our spirituality and our blah, 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 right. <laughs> Where we believe that things drop into our lap and you either can be accepting of them or you are not in that place. So you will send it away. And I think that that was at a time when Raina was really stretching her independent leg. Like that was a, that was a changed yeah. Like the Raina that came to Vancouver and the Raina that left was two different people. It was huge completely in your life. Different, completely, completely different. different. And I think Amanda and I dropped in at the right time where all of us, you know, whoever the divine power was just went, you guys are all going to talk like, well, and our friend Caitlin, who you just yeah. got to kind of squeeze. Like yes. I have, I have, I need you to Goose, witness it. Look at my goosebumps, goosebumps again, goosebumps again. Goosebumps are the spiking senses of Rena. <laughs> yeah. Only because I have this like vivid memory of getting on my flight, coming home from Vancouver, all like I was bawling my bawling. eyes out on we this flight because I didn't want to leave the three women that I had just met. Like, oh my God. Like, I mean, it takes me back to hear you say that. That last dinner that we had, do you Ugh. remember the four of us hugging and just crying? And we yeah. had yes. just fucking met. met. It was. Yes unbelievable and like I left and came back home and I'm like those are friendships I'm gonna have forever but here's the thing forever. is that at that point you either can deepen the friendship or very easily that friendship could have been a hey we'll say hi on Instagram hey maybe if you pass through but for some reason because of vulnerability and communication and, you know, I think maybe the yin to the yang of the three of us, right? You have two introverts and an extrovert. You know, maybe if we were all three introverts, maybe if we were all three extroverts, who knows? Maybe the communication would have been different, but it was, there was just a movement that the three of us kind of bought into. And so it's kind of funny because when you're listening to this and you think about, well, what do I need in a friendship? Some girls, in my life are amazing because they are my drinking friends. <laughs> I have girls in my life who are amazing because they are my long time, long, deep bestie friends. I've got girls that, you know, so like everybody's kind of got this category of where your friendships kind of lie. And I think that there needs to be a gratitude that you've got good women in your life. Like that's right now where I'm just like, I'm getting flushed and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm here. And there's like, you know, I don't know if, if COVID had never happened and I saw you every three months, I'd be like, fuck right on. Yeah. Awesome friendship girl. Let's keep rolling. But because this may not happen, like Raina and I both sat in the kitchen just a little while ago. And I said, I literally flew here because there's a small window of opportunity for me to make a beeline to the U S border. And I'm making it happen because if the world locks down, we don't know what's coming next. Yeah. And I'm like, I, we need to max. 
maybe that's the motto for world and life right now is we guys, we, we got to max this out. We got to squeeze <laughs> the lemon out of the lemon juice or no, the lemon juice out of the lemon. Got to squeeze it guys. We got to keep squeezing it. Got to keep making some lemonade. But I, that's, I think a real, I, that in and of itself, I feel is like what marries to the whole tone of our podcast, which is literally making lemonade from the lemons that we get and making the most of what we can do you know all three of us were pivoting saying well crap you know we would like to record our episodes together in person and now that literally cannot happen what do we do and it just goes to show that you know the reach of our podcast now you know it's crazy to think we're we're creeping up you know slowly but surely on episode 50 right and it's just it's 50 episodes in of us saying well we're not going to let this year's lemons like deter us from being willing to create something pretty literally for lack of a better word rad out of it and you know I know that you just mentioned the categories of people right like people in your life that you turn to when you want the night out people when you want the heart to heart people that you go to when you want to revisit your roots of what brought you in so what would you girls say to somebody who's listening to this and they're like I don't have this like they're maybe look, listening to the three of us and they're like I haven't been vulnerable or purposefully put myself in a situation where the universe can then work through me and with me. You know, I'm pregnant right now. I'm rocking week 28 and trimester three. And last night, you know, Will and I started our very first evening of our six week birthing course. We're doing a hypno babies course. And um, there's other couples who are part of this Zoom uh, class that we'll be doing for the next six weeks. And both of us, I realized, I didn't know how much it was going to bum us out, but it bummed us out that it's via Zoom because we're like, man, I would have loved if we could have gone in person to a class and, you know, all the partners could have congregated together and discussed our biggest fears over by the water cooler before the teacher started. Like, I love to learn, but I also really love to do it as a team. Like, I thrive in those situations, and now it's virtual. So what we found is that our instructor is actually going to be grouping us together in a WhatsApp uh, uh, thread, like a thread together where all the couples can chat and reintroduce themselves and get to know each other again. And um, I thought that that was such a cool way for me to say, well, look, this could be, you know, another category of friendship group if I am willing to be vulnerable, if both of us are willing to say, you know, we, you know, we're here because we're, you know, about to have our, our first child, we're terrified, but we're excited, we live in Vancouver, um, and we'd love to connect with other local parents to be and it looks like there are so many of you here. So, you know, what do you feel in terms of, you know, I, Ali, I'm thinking when you became a parent, like how were you making that time to be purposeful with getting to, you know, know maybe other parents as you be, got, began a new phase of yourself like that? And it, do, it doesn't need to be parenthood either, by the way, like it could be any phase of life. But if you, you know, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, it's not parenthood for me, then that's totally fine. It's just asking yourself, do you have a new interest or a hobby that you can connect with communities online or even something as simple as meetup.ca or meetup.com to meet with other groups and communities that you know that you have something in common with. But what would you say, Ali, let's say for when you, you know, parenthood knocked on your door? Like, did you have any of those like mommy and me groups or join a Facebook group or classes or things like that? What did you do to start opening up another facet of like a friendship group for yourself? Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody has to find whatever fits their friendship or wherever you're comfortable. I remember rolling into a mom and me um, singing group 
and uh, like not I shouldn't say singing group that sounds like you had a singing group (laughs) yeah hold on guys that's next episode oh my god (laughs) but like a like a lullaby whatever like you know you sit around with your kids and everybody sings twinkle twinkle little stars anyways I (laughs) rolled up with Sasha my firstborn and I thought okay, I'm going to meet my mama friends. We're going to then be walking with our strollers and we'll have a commonality. And I wanted to piece the fuck out of there. I was like, this is, yeah, this was not. Why? Tell me why, because that's so fascinating to hear. Well, I think, I think it all, well, it all comes back to, I was very uncomfortable in those early days in my motherhood skin. Mm -hmm. And I think the last thing I needed to be surrounded with was like a bunch of other mothers. And I was like, oh, wow, we're all, okay. You're all just still at Yeah. And just everything. And Um, So I think that with friendships, you have to find what you need and be very clear about how you are going to go about cultivating that, right? Like if you feel that you need other mothers in your life, if you need other, you know, people from your employee, like wherever your job is, you, you want to, you know, meet people at the gym, like you said, Amanda, your dance crew of women. But I think what we're talking about here is like, would you call those dance friends and be like, here's my huge problem. Mm-hmm. It, that is a small inner circle group that I hope that women listen to this, feel that connection with us and know that they can go and find that with us, with others, that it does take vulnerability. So it's maybe putting yourself out there first, showing up to the mom and me class, adding yourself on the WhatsApp, right? You and Will and in the new baby group, you know, Raina tattoos.com, wherever you want to, <laughs> wherever you want to find your tribe. Okay. And, and, uh, and then giving it time. Like, it's not like the three of us are like, Hey, we met three months ago. Like there has been a lot that has gone on. There's years. There's like all that sort but of stuff. But not even that many years. Well, I'm putting plural to make it sound yeah. very more dramatic than okay. it is. <laughs> because I think about just the whole situation, stepping back, looking in. And I'm like, I had just divorced and was like, I'm going to travel as much as I can and find myself. It had nothing to do with like searching for friends, right? Like right before we met, I think that was the weekend that I went to that tree house and like stayed and I stayed by myself. And then I went to the event and met you guys to a work event and met you guys and, or met you, Amanda. And then the tattoo shop with Al, it's just like, I also got uncomfortable and put myself in a position that forced me to be solo in a world where I had to make connections to survive, if that makes sense. Well, then wouldn't you say that the vulnerability doesn't even have to do with you putting yourself out there to another person and 10 times more to do with you being vulnerable with yourself very much alone? Yes. Because how can you have come to that conclusion? Like if that trip had happened the other way where the treehouse thing happened after you met us, do you think- I would have been like, come with me. I can't do it by myself. Come with me. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Whereas you're getting back on that plane, flying back home thinking, look what I did. Look what I made. I created an independent F everybody trip for myself and actually opened the doors wide open for the right people to walk in because I made space for me. Isn't that huge? It's crazy. Crazy. But we also had a ton of fun. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what we We keep circling back to is that um, the last year and a half has not been fun. Like Mm -hmm. we kept saying, we were like, oh God, we need more fun. We need more fun. And I think when you find any friendship, whether it's deep or not, it can progress at a rapid rate 
if you create memories together, hashtag make memories. And so you guys always bother me about being an extrovert and stuff, but that's always in the back of my mind as I say, well, do I want to, you know, leave here and think, well, that was, that was fun. Or like, I'll say, oh, Raina, that was memories, make memories, hashtag, (laughs) you know, but like have some fun, do, do things that are outside of our comfort zone. And, And that can be done as you progress a friendship we will have conversations that we've never had and it will progress our friendship. We will do things that will progress the friendship and that every time that happens, you know, you will find more people, you'll meet people through others. And that is such a gift. We have to stay connected and and build your community. Build your community to the best of your ability, given what you've got, but also don't be shy to go that extra mile, make that extra bit of effort. So before we wrap this episode, let us know how you're having the fun. Okay. What, tell us the, the thing you're looking forward to the most with your Raina Alley weekend in Colorado, because listen, like you said, like if you've got to make memories and you've got to make the most of the time you have together and a few days means there's some time for shenanigans. So tell us at least one or two or at least one important shenanigan you're up to. Let's see. Oh, <laughs> we have big things coming. Big um, things. Big things. No. Um, I mean, not really that big. What What are you looking forward to the most with me? What am I? What am I looking forward to the most? You know, I think for me, honest, I'm mostly looking forward to the evenings when we've done all the things we wanted to do, and we're winding down, and we're having a drink, and we had a smoke, and we just talk. Yeah. And we're up till midnight, two, three talking. Like I can't wait for that. Yeah. And then I'm going to piggyback. I'm looking forward to the mornings because, (laughs) um, if you know anything about Raina, she is the queen of habit. She's got a great journal practice. She's got just a whole thing. And what I'm going to do is snoop all up in her business and find out what she's doing. Going to sniff it. I'm going to get all the secrets. And you know what, people? I'm going to report it back. You're going to get an alley bird's eye view. I'm going to come back. More information. Follow hashtag make memories. That's what we're going to do. So, guys, you know what? Go talk to your friends. This is an opportunity. We're just, this has been an episode all about us. But, you know, please take this as a moment to end this episode and text your friend, text, FaceTime, anything, and reach out and just be like, Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Go put a hike on the calendar. Go put a hike. Oh, I love that. Go put a hike on the calendar. And if you are in a long distance friendship, give them a FaceTime and just say, Hey, please pick up. Would love to connect. Everybody needs that and would love to receive it. And we would love to hear from you too. Uh, share this. Share this with your friends, my friends, because our friendships in this rad life are yours. And until next time, my friends, we're pushing to episode 55 to 50, my friends. Join us on the next Let's Put the Rad in Radical from Denver, Colorado. <laughs>